Today's podcast is about neural charge training. It's something that I'll get asked about uh, quite frequently. Um, I've had neural charge training implemented in my workout programs for the past few years. It's an idea that I got from Christian Thibodeau. Um, the essential idea behind it is uh, you have explosive uh, movements with ample rest time done in a circuit fashion and after maybe 8, 10, maybe 15 minutes you will uh, terminate the workout in hopes that you have you have felt explosive, you feel good, and then you shut it down after that. The goal here is not fatigue. So um, throughout this podcast, I'll talk about different ways to implement, you know, when to implement neural charge training, the benefits of it, and uh, how to actually go about constructing a neural charge style workout. Neural charge workouts can be implemented in a lot of different ways and for a lot of different reasons. Uh, One of the more common ones that I'll use a neural charge workout for is using it as sort of an advanced warm-up. So think about you have your your general warm-up and you've increased your core body temperature and you've increased your heart rate. You've gone through a lot of big mobility movements but you haven't really done a great job of activating the central nervous system yet. And these workouts are a great opportunity to do that for athletes. Typically, I will use this after a general warm-up. You'll perform three or four explosive exercises like jumps and medicine ball throws as explosively as possible, probably for three to four minutes with ample rest between each exercise. And then after that three or four minute window, you shut it. Um, Another way to uh, go about neural charge training is uh, when your game is postponed or you have some sort of a lull between games. This works uh, well between double headers. If you're a player that maybe uh, doesn't get a lot of playing time and you're, you're getting a surprise start in the second game of a doubleheader, or uh, an example would be uh, the Super Bowl uh, about five or six years ago that was delayed uh, by a, like a blackout. Um, if it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure nobody remembers this, but I remember very vividly players on TV were throwing medicine balls and doing broad jumps. And this is the exact idea behind a neural charge style workout. You do some explosive exercises to help re-wake up your body and re-wake up your nervous system and in hopes that when the game does start for you, you are uh, primed and ready to go just as you were when the whistle first started. Another way to use neural charge style training is just as a form of recovery or sort of an off day, um, like an active recovery day uh, from lifting. So the great thing about every neural charge workout is that it's relatively low taxing compared to the lifting and heavy, uh, heavy duty training that you have to do for your sport. Um, whereas a neural charge it's 
I, I would say it's a bit more beneficial from the standpoint that it'll increase your heart rate and body temperature, blood flow, all those things to throughout your entire body through large range of motion movements that are also explosive and then it shuts it down before it gets fatiguing. So with these workouts, if you do them on an off day from lifting, what you'll find a lot of times is that you feel really good when the training is done. You'll feel like you can go and squat tomorrow even if your legs are sore going into that workout. Something like that I think is extremely beneficial for athletes to tap into. Um, you know, There's lots of different ways to recover. D- don't get me wrong. The neural charge style workout is not the only method of recovery that you should be using. That is not the idea here. But you know, everybody knows that active recovery days are very beneficial for um, overall recovery and a sense of feeling good on off days from lifting, and a neural charge workout is perfect for that. Um, and lastly, I don't necessarily re- recommend this for all athletes that I train, but I have done this before in that uh, you can use neural charge style training as a means of helping burn fat on off days from lifting. So um, if you are eating or trying to eat into a caloric deficit and you are trying to lose weight, uh, neural chart style workouts could be a great way for you to help speed up that process as these workouts are pretty intense and the after effect of doing a a neural charge workout, especially a more intense one, is that you can increase your metabolic rate throughout the rest of the day and, you know, burn more calories and things like that without having a super high fatiguing workout. So now on to constructing the neural charge style workout. The great thing about these workouts is that they're very, very open-ended. There is no rule that says you have to only do these exercises or you have to only do these. You can mix and match between upper body and lower body plyometric exercises. You can do bigger range of motion movements. You can do smaller range of motion movements. You could also mix in something like a core movement uh, in in with the exercises. Um, So I'll just dive right into them. Uh, The way I construct a neural charge workout is I will typically go between uh, uh, sort of a a circuit style mixing in upper body and lower body based movements. I always feel the best after doing those. Sometimes I will only do upper body. Sometimes I will only do lower body. But for the most part, it'll look something like this. I will start with a trap bar jump. No weight on the trap bar. I'm trying to increase uh, height as much as I can each jump. And then... I will go to a medicine ball slam, uh, typically somewhere in the lighter medicine ball range, but that doesn't really matter too much for this style of workout. And then you will go to something like a a clap push-up. I'll do about four or five clap push-ups, and then I will go immediately into a sprint about 10, 15, maybe 20 yards, and then I will walk back, take about a minute rest, and then I will start over again. I'll do three to five trap bar jumps each round, 
uh, depending on how I'm feeling. If I'm starting to feel more fatigued, I'll cut down the reps and try and increase my jump height. Uh, same thing with the medicine ball slams. If I start to feel slower, instead of doing five or six reps, I'll cut it down to two or three reps. Um, so it, that, that's how I would go about constructing one. Uh, but you can do many different exercises with the upper body. You can obviously obviously do medicine ball movements, rotational movements, uh, slams or, or chest passes, overhead throws, things of that nature. Uh, you can also do a very light barbell speed bench or shoulder press. You can do a barbell bench toss or shoulder press uh, barbell toss. Um, those movements are all really, really good. Uh, you can also do something like a, a plyometric push-up where you're going laterally from side to side. Those work really well in a neural chart style setting. You want to just make sure that you're doing movements that are pretty easy to set up and you know that you're going to have perfect form within those movements as explosive as they may be. Um, I don't recommend Olympic movements. I hurt my back doing a hang clean one time in a neural chart style workout. I'll never ever do that again. Um, anything that is a complex movement, a push jerk, a clean and press, a hang clean, a power clean, anything like that, I think you're you're wasting time and you're, you're increasing your risk of injury uh, for no reason. The idea here is not the actual exercise itself, but more the neurological effect from the training. Then with the lower body movements, of course, you can do any sort of sprint variation from a, a push-up start sprint, half kneeling start, base kneeling start, a sled sprint, a band resistant sprint, anything like that. And then of course you can do any sort of plyometric jump that you can. You can do a broad jump, a vertical jump, a resisted vertical jump. Uh, you could do something like a skater jump or, or lateral bounding or or single leg forward bounding, uh, anything like that. Depth jumps are also good. You, you can get very creative uh, with these exercises. Um, some other ones that not a lot of people may think about are uh, something like a 25 pound plate uh, front raise drop and catch or a five pound dumbbell uh, front raise drop, drop and catch. Um, or, or even a, a pogo hop where you're pulling your toes up as fast as possible. Even though these movements are relatively low in range of motion, they do help with activating the central nervous system and, and making sure that the body is firing explosively. And that's the end goal here. Um, ways people will often screw this up is doing way too many reps. Uh, things like sets of eight, sets of 10, a uh, sprint that's far too long. You don't wanna be doing these movements for more than six seconds at a time. The goal is not fatigue, the goal is central nervous system output. So if you are doing an exercise that lasts eight, 10 seconds long, and then you go into another exercise, you're gonna be out of breath and your performance is going to decline and you're going to be fatiguing yourself far too much in order to get the the uh, recovery aspects and the overall performance aspects of the neural charge workout. Um, 
And lastly, make sure you take enough time to rest between circuits. You don't want to be doing four or five exercises in a row and then take only 20 seconds rest. If your goal is conditioning, then that's fine. But that's not a neural charge workout. A neural charge workout is lots of rest in short burst movements. Um, and for that reason, I, I do think it's extremely beneficial for baseball players just in a training, uh, just in your training regimen to have these neural charge workouts. A lot of times baseball players will only be able to get in their basic weight training movements. And those are extremely important, don't get me wrong. But in terms of trying to train for explosiveness, rate of force development, things of that nature, you do have to make sure to find time to get in those explosive movements. So if you're not getting them in in the weight room, then you might as well go out to a field and do these neural charge style workouts to make sure you're getting some explosive movements in throughout the week. Um, obviously, every player has different goals. Some players really, really need to train more on the speed side of things. And if that's the case, then I recommend more neural charge style workouts. If you're somebody who is already a very explosive player, then maybe you don't need to be doing these style of workouts as often. Um, but in any case, I do think that they're beneficial. You could probably find some reason to do them. And uh, I, I recommend doing them maybe once or twice a week. You don't have to do them on a daily basis, but just once in a while when you need it. Uh, that's all. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks.